Hello, you are listening to the Jack of All Nerds podcast. I am the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell, and joining me on the the podcast, as always, is the Gwen Stacy to my Peter Parker, <laughs> Derek Murray. It's Emma Stone, so I'm totally fine with that. She's so hot. <laughs> I would do everything to that girl. I love her. Good. Deeply. Almost as much as I love myself. That's... That's a lot. It's deep, right? That's a lot. If it's you guys deep. saw the the number of selfies this Ugh. guy posts on Facebook, you uh. would know what he's talking about right I'm, now. I'm I'm the reason social media promotes self narcissism. <laughs> like I'm I'm the reason social media exists. You're I know. Like, you're the poster boy. I am. I'm everything that's wrong with America. I know. There is a selfie of you as the poster boy. <laughs> for, and, an Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. My Thanksgiving was dedicated to finding Throwback Thursday pictures. <laughs> Specifically for Instagram. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I've got them set for like all of 2014. <laughs> uh, so on this, uh, microcast, uh, I think I'm going to trademark that because I don't think people, I, use I don't that. think people use that either. And I really think you should because it's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Uh, it just sounds good. And it reminds me of micro machines, I guess. <laughs> Whatever happened to those? I don't know. People lost them. That's what happened to those. <laughs> they were too small. Um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, on this microcast, we're going to be talking about, obviously, uh, today the, uh, amazing Spider-Man 2 trailer just dropped. And yeah. so we'll talk about that. And then you and I had the opportunity to go see Homefront, which ooh, was amazeballs. Um, it, it really was. It Totes. was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, but before we get on to that, uh, a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, obviously first <laughs> in, in the uh, spirit of yourself, uh, we're going to give a shout out to ourselves. <laughs> um, we have, uh, our live show on, uh, chaoticradio.com, which has just recently switched dates, uh, or days. Uh, so we are now, uh, airing live on Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, again, that's on chaoticradio.com, so you're going to want to check that out. Uh, this coming Sunday, December 8th, we will have uh, special guests from Hideaway Comic, is what it's called, and it's a, it's a comic strip. It's pretty funny stuff, uh, so we'll have them on to talk about that, so it'll be a good time, so check that out. Um, also, you know, if you haven't liked us on Facebook already, what is your problem? Do it. Right. Facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. Follow us on Twitter at Jack of All Nerds. Uh, on Instagram at Jack of All Nerds and check out our uh, website www.jackofallnerdspodcast.com uh, Also uh, check out our friends over at Mile High Comics if you are into comic books which you should be. Uh, check them out at www.milehighcomics.com uh, They do mail order and they have pretty much every comic book I think that you can think of. They have tons and tons of back issues so if you're looking for something hit them up and wherever you are in the world uh, they can ship it to you. I believe that includes the Bermuda Triangle. I think they can get stuff. There. Wow, can they really? Yeah, yeah, I think oh. so. So check them out. All right, getting back to the business. Yes. The bit. Why did I say that like a foreigner? <laughs> the biz. Get, we're getting back to the business. Getting back to the business. Very uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned this into Borat. Good. 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 We haven't done a Borat yet. I yeah. don't think we've done that on this podcast. That's because I don't think I, I don't think I do a, a good Borat. I don't. I just. <laughs> Very nice, how much? Very nice, how much? <laughs> I don't know. Take your tears, gypsy woman. I like it to make it this sex. <laughs> um, so, Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, Not to be confused with Spider-Man 2. Yeah, please. 
Well, no, because that's actually a decent comparison. Well, I know, but like. they still shouldn't be confused. That's true. That's two, true. Two very different franchises. <laughs> somebody put up in the comments, like, after the, uh, after the trailer released, somebody put in the comments, like, somebody put Tobey Maguire on Suicide Watch. <laughs> 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 oh man and they are two very different franchises i mean they really I, are i enjoyed spider-man one and two uh two better than one actually yeah um and As not for most i feel like i and, feel like that's pretty universally accepted eh, not recently I really mean, nobody enjoyed iron man two more than iron man one. Oh no 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 i'm talking specifically oh you're Spider-Man. just saying, okay I yeah, yeah, yeah just <laughs> I that you're talking specific. about like movies in general no 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 no, like, no, 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 no. Ah. i mean like specifically in the spider-man film uh, yes. Canon. Yes. Uh, yes. It's generally accepted that Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man uh, release so far. But yes, I agree with that statement. Yes, <laughs> that's what I meant. But uh, I think yeah, almost anything's better when you drop Alfred Molina into it. Yeah, he's like um, he's like the British Rock, in my opinion. I, I I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I will give you that. Did you ever see uh, Did you ever see a movie called Coffee and Cigarettes? Mm-mm. It's it's so great. It's just a a collection of like uh sketches mm-hmm. of like all these famous people and all they're doing is just sitting around smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee and it's all these different conversations that happen and there's one conversation with Alfred Molina and Steve Coogan <laughs> and uh Alfred Molina is trying to con- like trying to tell him, "Hey, like I discovered that we're cousins." And Steve Coogan is trying to pretend like he's better than Alfred Molina. And then, like, in the end, it's like Alfred Molina has this amazing contact that he, like, just had breakfast with. And then Steve Coogan looks like a total bitch. It's like, it's such a great scene. It's so funny to watch those two guys <laughs> have this conversation. It's great. Yeah, that he, he is great. It's funny as I just watched, and I don't know why, last night I watched Maverick. Um, the, the Western yeah. comedy oh, yeah. with, with Mel Gibson yeah. and, and he was in that. Um, and he's great. Like, and he plays, like he plays things so differently. I mean, the first time I ever saw the guy was in course in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Throw me the idol. I throw you the whip. Like you have no idea that that guy That's is him. British. Like yeah, he is right. so great in everything. Yeah. No, he's, he's pretty fantastic. And his Doc Ock was, was perfect. Yeah. Like there, no, there will be, I know there, but there was teasers. For Doc Ock and the Vulture in Ugh. this, because they're, it looks like they're leaning to do the Sinister Six. Um, but they would be hard pressed to find anybody that does a better Doc Ock than he did. Yeah, no, I film. would agree. I would agree. So. I think he did a great job. Um, but going into the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, I think I've watched it about eight times. <laughs> um, I have actually watched the, uh, there's a second, there's a trailer where Mark Webb, uh, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, um, all the actors, like they, they do like their own breakdown of the trailer. So like when they show a scene, they'll pause oh, okay. it and then they'll talk about it. I've watched that too. Um, okay. which is pretty cool. Can you, can you clear something up for me? Because I, maybe, maybe the character just didn't stand out in the first film for me, but Harry Osborn, mm-hmm. uh, why does he look all emo? Was, was he like that? Was he in? Well, first off, was he in the first movie? <laughs> no, he was not. Okay, because that's no. what I was like. I don't remember no, him. He's not. He's he's being brought in. Uh, like in he, this one. he definitely looks like he listens to the Cure. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess, I and having seen him now, if he is supposed to be the goblin like the picture that we've all seen that looks like billy idol makes a lot more sense because it, it does take his weird comb over and spike it spike up spike it stick a fork in an electrical socket and i guess that's what you got <laughs> but 
Um, yeah, I, I forgot his name. I think his name's like uh, Danes Cohan or something. Like oh, the that. the actor's the name? actor's name. Um, but I genuinely like him. Like, uh, he was great in Chronicle as just like that tortured kid. Mm. Uh, so I actually think he'll probably bring a lot to this role. And I think one of the things that I really appreciate about Mark Webb, and he said this in the breakdown and he said it before, uh, but for him, like the main villain in this movie is Electro. He's not trying to do like this whole Spider-Man three where there's three villains. They all have their individual story and they all have to like the main villain in this movie is Electro. These other people are are really just there to kind of almost lay the groundwork for future films. Um, so even though he's going to face off with them, which, they're not... Which I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate it too. I think it's great. And I trust Mark Webb more than I trust uh, Sam Raimi. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> nope. <laughs> he, he has uh, destroyed all credibility. Well, yeah, yeah. But I don't, and I don't blame him entirely for Spider-Man 3. I think that was one of those situations where he wanted to go one direction. The studio wanted him to go a different direction. Yeah. And I think I honestly, having seen uh, other Raimi works, I, I think it was one of those situations where he's like, Oh, okay. Well, so you want me to cram all these in? All right. I'll do it, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> Like, don't you feel that? I mean, yeah. just, just going from from Spider-Man 2 to what Spider-Man 3 ended up, I really feel like that was Sam Raimi's fuck you to the yeah. studio. Yeah. There were probably way too many hands uh, in that cookie basket, I mm. feel like, or in the cookie jar. Yeah. I don't know why you would have a basket of cookies. Way, way too many hands in that fruit basket. <laughs> in that fruit jar? That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> keep fruit in a jar these days, <laughs> like you do. Um, but yeah, like, I, uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably why it wound up being as, as shitty as it was yeah um but that's the thing like i always felt like if you're going to introduce the character of venom you need to do you need to lay that groundwork beforehand so if yeah. there was any intention like out the gate of having venom in spider-man 3 they should have introduced the character of eddie brock in Way spider-man earlier. 2 yeah, yeah to establish that rivalry between right. the two and then in the whole the whole symbiote thing was just dumb like that was so out of left field yeah it didn't right. make any sense it why it showed up at all. yeah or or anything like that so you would need to i think you would want to lay that groundwork ahead of time i mean if you were going to do venom he needs to be the focus of the movie right and so you lay the groundwork with eddie brock in the second one and then in the third one you do the whole um the whole thing with uh john jameson's son mm-hmm. you know with being the astronaut and that crashing and yep. bringing the symbiote to the back. planet, yeah, right. and then you play that whole thing out, yeah. and that's like the that's the whole focus of the movie. Yeah, that's, that's it. how it would work. That's yeah. a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. But Wait, no, but no, no, that's not what we get. But no, we like, get we get Topher Grace, and right, and who like who the fuck was supposed to be the main bad guy in that movie? Was it? It was supposed to be Venom, wasn't it? Because. Like, I know they introduced the Sandman, but he ends up kind of being good. And then you have New Goblin, who didn't really do shit. Like, I think Venom was supposed to be, but they didn't focus on it. Yeah, like, they, it's so dumb. they really didn't. They really tried to cram. And that's why I, I know a lot of people are afraid that there's too many villains in this movie. But uh, just from everything I've heard and everything that I've seen, um, the they they really are going to do where it's something like that, where he's 
Electro is the main villain. That's the person they're developing the most. And then they have these side characters. And they are trying to, and I don't know that they're going to do it, but I know that they're trying to lay the groundwork for the Sinister Six. Like, that's something that they really want to do. Uh, and Mark Webb is definitely on board. I know they've been greenlit for three and four. So oh, three and four. Yeah. Wow. And I know they have the green light for both of those. So, uh, you know, it's all contingent on the success of this one. But if this one does well, then we'll be able to actually see the developments of some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll actually, we might even be able to see a Sinister Six in an actual live action movie, which is fucking yeah, awesome. And then that's the thing. If you set it up ahead of time, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Then it's fine. But if it, if it was like Spider-Man 2 and then they just threw in the Sinister Six, then you'd be like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is going right. on? Right. But that's what's so cool about the trailer is that, like, even in the trailer, there's just that little tiny Easter egg, and you just see, you know, mm-hmm. Osborne just walking by, and then you just see, and they don't even focus on it. It's just, like, really dark, and yeah. you see it for a second, and everyone, I saw everybody's got, was like, what, were those, were those vulture wings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody lost their shit over it. <laughs> like, no, they didn't even really care about anything else yeah, in, the, in the trailer. It's just like, did you see those Easter eggs? Oh, my God. <laughs> like. So good. I mean, it's cool though. It is cool. Yeah. No, it's really cool. So I, I'm I'm very confident. And I, uh, I think it'll be good. I think it. I think it looks great. The 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 things that I am not excited about mm-hmm. are things that I think a lot of people are not excited about, which is the whole Mecha Rhino thing. Like I, I know. <laughs> the the Voltron Rhino thing. Like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I. Uh, I mean. I don't know. Mark Webb was saying, like, that's a character that he likes, but it's really hard to make exist in, in any kind of world that you set up. Like, there's no way to, like... But you you went from the first film where the the lizard takes an injection of something that genetically modifies him and makes him this huge character that's CG. Yeah. So why can't you do that with the with the rhino? I mean, like, I don't... And if it's so difficult of a character to get in, then just don't fucking put <laughs> just it don't in. Put it in. I mean, there's been multiple car- incarnations of the Sinister Six. Like, you don't need to have the Rhino. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't. Who knows? Uh, but I'm not. I don't know. I'm not that opposed to it. I feel like because I, I know he was saying that they wanted to try to make it look like something, uh, someone would make. For someone that's been wronged by Spider-Man in some way, like in that villainous, yeah, or or at least make it look more like, like a mech, like in the sense that make it look more like Rhino, but in a mech form. Like to me, it looked like a rhinoceros, <laughs> not like the Rhino in the comics. Yeah. It looked like a mechanized rhinoceros. Yeah, which to me is silly. Mm. I mean, I guess it's no more silly than a guy dressed in a gray suit calling himself the Rhino. But sure, and it's no more silly than a guy that's just made up of electricity, who looks like a jellyfish. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, I can't get over that. I know I, you can't. I know I, you can't. And I knew you were going to say it. I just I posted the the actual trailer up on our Jack page right now, and I and I even put on there. I was like, I still hate the way jellyfish face looks, but <laughs> but other than that, like the trailer looks awesome, yeah. and the movie looks awesome. Yeah, so it looks really good, and I'm really excited. And, I think it'll be a good movie. And I'm on board because they. The first one was just way closer to the source material, yeah, than the other Spider-Man franchise yeah. was. So I really enjoyed the first one. Like I, I really. The more I watch it, the more I'm like, I really liked this movie. It was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. So, so yes, Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Two. Sorry, it's because it's not. It's not Spider-Man Two. It is yeah, the Amazing is. Spider-Man Two. Right. 
Uh, very excited. So uh, let's, shall we move on? Yeah. To Homefront? Uh, yeah. Um, what can I say about this movie other than uh, it was awesome? It, like, it really was. If if any of you are fans of Jason Statham um, and you enjoy seeing the transporter over and over again in different incarnations, <laughs> you will not be disappointed. But beyond that, there was more acting in this film than in most of his works. Yeah. And, and not just on him. Like, uh, if, if you've seen Unleashed uh-huh. with Jet Li, I think is a great kind of comparison. That is kind of what it feels like. To what this was, because it wasn't, there wasn't a ton of action sequences, but every action sequence that was there. <laughs> they were so good. Oh my God. They were so, I had the same feeling, uh, on some of those action, action scenes, uh, when I did, when I saw the first old boy, uh, like the remake, when <laughs> uh, we saw that first old boy fight scene yeah, that we talked yeah. about. There were some moments of, like the gas station scene in oh, Homefront. Oh God, the gas station scene was it's so great. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it, look, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It, it is, it is just a Jason Statham vehicle. Like, it really is just the transporter, and now he's in the back with Louisiana. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, but if you enjoy that, uh, it's definitely worth a shot. Like, it was a really good movie. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And the standouts of, what's her name? Winona Ryder. And, uh, Kate Bosworth, is that her name? Yeah, it was, it was Kate Bosworth and Winona Ryder. And, uh, what? Uh, I mean, they play white trash so well. Like, too well. Like, like it's for, not like, okay. Like, I, I, I don't buy Kate Bosworth as, as Lois Lane, but as a meth head. Oh my God. Totally. Like, but, like totally. <laughs> she worked she, it. And she did, like, the whole Christian Bale thing where I'm going to lose every pound and just be skin and bones. Yeah. And, like, I mean, she only had to lose like ten pounds. Let's be honest, <laughs> but uh, but she she looked like a meth head. She totally acted like like she was great. She mm-hmm. was great within the first like thirty seconds of seeing her. I was like, holy shit, yeah. she can act. Like, and since I, when? And I think that was I think it was one of those things where somebody somewhere was like, hey, how can we how can we improve on this Jason Statham like transporter train? Uh. Let's let's surround him with great actors. I mean, he's not a bad actor. That, that's right. the thing. Like a lot of people get this thing about, oh, they're an action star, so they can't act, and that's typically not true. There's definitely some standout cases where they cannot, like your Steven Seagal's, right? Your Chuck Norris's, right? Don't ever say that to Chuck Norris because he'll fuck your shit up. But you know what I mean? There's definitely you, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some people out there that just they can't act. Yeah, you know, but people still love what they do because they whoop ass. Right. And and Statham, I think, is not. He's. I think he's one of those where he does have the ability to emote. I I think he does too. And I. But I think, uh, like I would never really want to see him in like a dramatic film. Oh fuck no. You know no. what I mean? But like for what he does, he has never failed yeah. me. Like I've never gone to a Jason Statham movie and been like, why is he not Jason? Yeah. Like at, when I go, I know exactly what I'm gonna get from him. Mm-hmm. And you can call that talentless all you want, but really, like. He doesn't let his fans down. He knows what it is he's supposed yeah. to do when he gets there, and that's what he does. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like sometimes it's unfortunate because there are action stars that that want to stretch their legs. They they're interested in other things. Uh, case in point is Jackie Chan. Yeah, he he he, and he has the ability. That he, guy can act does. too. He can act his ass off, but nobody wants to see him act. And I think that was kind of the thing with uh, with Chinese Zodiac because I. I read something um on his Facebook page um where he was saying that he really would love to do 
straight film. Like he would love to just do some drama and act, but nobody wants to see him do mm-hmm. that, which is unfortunate, you know, because he it has is the ability. Unfortunate. And I've seen, like, I was one of the few people that actually saw, uh, the Kung Fu kid. We'll just call it that. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't want to insult. One of the few I, people. I think that did rather well, I'm, actually. I'm sure it did. <laughs> uh, but he, that was the first time where I was like, holy shit. Like, that guy can act his ass off. Like, mm-hmm. he was, like, as a, a Miyagi replay, like, he was really, really good. Um, he, okay, let's, let's, let's just get it out there. He was way better <laughs> than Pat Morita ever was. I'm just, I'm just hanging on to nostalgia, I but mean, it's fine. It's fine. No, he I was. mean, Pat Morita was, was good. Like, he, he got some tears in there in, yeah. in places and he was funny and he, and, and dramatic in places. But what Jackie Chan did was just, there, there, so he was, he was so good in that role. Like, I was, I was like moved by like how good he was. Uh, and then if you've ever seen, uh, cause Jet Li can do that too. Oh, and he Jet did. Li is a fucking good actor. Like, mm-hmm. aside from just all of his kung fu stuff and whatever, like, he's a good fucking actor. I saw a movie called Warlords. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I bought it thinking it was like a Jet Li film, but it's not, it's a, it's a, like a Jet Li epic and he like yeah. directed it and it's just about like, uh, like this rise. Of yeah. This it's one of those of, historical epics. He is so fucking good in this movie and I don't think he throws like one punch and he's, he's amazing. <laughs> he's so good in this film. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's another one of those guys where it's like, yeah, you can go and see a Jet Li film and he'll kick a lot of ass, but like, if you've ever seen Fearless, Hero, Unleashed, like, yep. all these movies where he's kicking ass and taking names, but, like, there's a lot of emotion. He's a fucking brilliant actor. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes they they score with those where it's a nice mix of the dramatic with the action, and I wish they could, like, I wish that could become a thing yeah. that was just more popular. Because, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was one of those where there was a lot of acting and a lot of story, but then you had nice... You know, action sequences right. that mixed in and, and Unleashed was a perfect example of that. Yeah. You know, there wasn't, it wasn't nonstop action, but every sequence that you saw with action, you were just like, Oh yeah. my God. It made you forget that yeah. there wasn't a ton of action. <laughs> yeah. Well, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was the first one I felt like in the States that kind of introduced that, uh, not all of our films are mindless kung fu. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like there's a story here that, that comes along with this world that we have and this and like that's why i loved that scene because uh that movie because every time an action piece went got like when it got going that shit was mind-blowing dude i hadn't seen like that string type of stuff done mm-hmm. uh you know by you know in the in kung fu world uh on the big screen yet so it was really cool to see that <laughs> and done well and done well yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure uh but yeah i feel like a lot of jet lee's especially his later stuff in america um, I feel like he does that really well. He's mm-hmm. got a really good blend of just great stuff. Like all those ones I mentioned, Fearless, Hero, uh, Unleashed. Um, I don't even know. There's a long list, but yeah. th- those are like three of my absolute and that's, favorites. And that's the thing. Like Home Homefront wasn't this story. I wouldn't say was as solid as uh, as say like Unleashed was. Oh sure, but it was it was there. It was firing on all those cylinders with the acting. Right. With the star power that you had, cause that was, that was the beauty about Unleashed. It was like, let's take Jet Li and surround him with Morgan Freeman, Bob Hoskins, like, yeah. <laughs> like just super talented people and yeah. let's see what can happen. And right. it worked. Yeah. You know, and in this, you have, you know, your James Franco, 
uh, Clancy Brown. Yeah. You know, um, of course, the the uh, the white trash ladies yeah. uh, who did. Who were great. They were. Like, everybody was firing on all cylinders in this film. And to me, part of the intrigue when I saw the preview for it, I was like, what, James Franco is the main bad guy? Like, yeah, right. I have to see this. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, you know, he, he wasn't. Like he was, yes, he was the bad guy, sure, and, and he was kind of the main bad guy, but not in the traditional sense, yeah, right. Of like, he wasn't this like super evil. I gotta kill everybody. Like he had a goal, and then he kind of gets wrapped up beyond his own yeah. Uh, capabilities. Yeah, he kind of brings it all on himself, and it's very like, uh, yeah, I, I really. Because, you know, when you first see the trailer, you're like, I don't know if I want to see Jason and uh, and Franco just fucking square off like that. That's you can't make me believe that no, no in any context. universe. Um, but I again, spoiler alert, like they don't really ever square off. No, they really don't. Um, but, you know, the the villains that they kind of create between each other and the tension that they have against each other really builds well. Just story based, I feel yeah, like. And that's the one thing that, that Franco brings to the table really well is his acting chops and the scenes where they have the, you know, the, the kind of villain, uh, hero trash talk with each other yeah. are really, really good. Yeah, they're really good. So uh, it was, it was so good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it, uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, side note. Totally unrelated to what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get my message about uh, the Iceman? Uh, yeah, I got your message about it. I have not. What? Go ahead and reiterate. <laughs> we're having that. this personal conversation. Yes, re- reiterate on the that on the air so that uh, everyone... No, I watched this movie called The Iceman with uh, Michael Shannon, and it's about like one of the more famous hitmen for the mafia. It killed like a hundred people uh, in his time. And, uh, but he was like strange to like a family man. He had two daughters and a wife and like, mm-hmm. he just killed hundreds of people. I am, I'm aware of the actual, the actual person, yeah. but I did not know. Kaplinsky, about... I think is his name yeah. or something like that. But yeah, I didn't know about um, this film. Dude, the people in this movie, it's, it's nuts. Like I, like I saw it just because I was browsing through Netflix like you do. <laughs> and I, I was just like, ah, fuck it. I'll watch the Iceman. Like it was kind of like a blind, I'll just pick this for no reason. Uh, but dude, okay. Michael Shannon, Winona Ryder, Ray Liotta, David Schwimmer, Chris Evans, like all these people mm. are in this movie as roles you would never expect. Sorry, you lost me at David Schwimmer. I, you I'm know sorry. what? And I thought the same thing when he showed up. He is fucking great in this movie. He's great in this. Dude, it's, I, it's so weird. Compared to what? I've never seen him great in anything. Like even. He's not even a, he's not even like a big character. He's just in the movie, but he's like not he's, bad. He's, like he's, he's one really of those good. He's one of those guys where I don't feel like he's acting ever because <laughs> everything I've seen him in, he's always the same. Yeah. So he's I have a hard time. He's really that. if but your boy, your man crush, Chris uh-huh. Evans, yes, is, is in this movie unrecognizable. <laughs> like it took me. A good 30 minutes of him being on screen before I real. I think I said out loud. I was like, holy shit, that's Chris Evans. And then, like, once I realized it, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know how I didn't catch this before. But it's, dude, he's so, he's so good in this movie. And then Winona Ryder, like, plays his wife and, like, she's really great. Obviously, Michael Shannon's a great actor and he always plays, like, that weird, just yeah, super weird, and he plays it to a T. Um, but yeah, definitely because just because your boy's in it, that uh, you need to give that movie a chance. Sorry, that was completely unrelated to life and microcasting. Well, we were talking, we were talking movies, so it's yeah. not it's not completely unrelated. And if we're gonna get into the realm of 
of films that we just watched on demand. Um, I and it was I've wanted I wanted to see it when it was out, but it was one of those where I was like, I'm I'm not gonna pay twelve bucks yeah to see it. Um, and I'm actually I'm blanking on the fucking name of it. Um, it was, and pretty much everybody that was in it. I have no idea. I, there was a movie and there was people and it was about some stuff. And oh yeah, that, that one. Yeah, yeah it was, let's it totally was, talk about it. it. Really Spoiler good. alert, guys. It was really good. There's people in this movie <laughs> and they do stuff. Um, no, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And it's the one about the guy who's the pothead and he ends up having to smuggle. Oh, uh. What the fuck is the name uh, of it? Uh, with Paul Rudd, right? No, no, no! It's not Paul Rudd. It's uh, um. Why can I not think of this guy's name right now? Is it a From, comedy or? A yeah, yeah, it's a comedy, and it's uh, the one where he has to like he has the the Jennifer Aniston's a stripper. Oh, and he pretends uh, like they're his family. Uh, we're the Millers. Yes. Or yes. meet the Millers or whatever. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, everybody's in that movie. Jason Sudeikis is in that Sude- movie. Yes, Jason that's, Sudeikis. That's there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I I don't know why. Like he's. I was thinking, just thinking. It's the Applebee's voice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know the guy from the thing and the we'll, thing. Uh, and the... We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like that guy. Um, this movie was fucking great. It was, was it really? It was hilarious. Like everybody was on point in it. Um, like even all the supporting characters were hilarious. It was it was a great fucking movie. And have to check it out. A nice R-rated comedy because they dropped the f bomb like it is crazy. Oh, fantastic! They dropped the f bomb like they're on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. It was that's a pretty high ratio of fucks. I think. Exactly, and and there was a nice uh, there was a nice little striptease scene with Jennifer Aniston. Who, I don't care how old she is. She's I don't care either. Super hot, so down, and she does it. And it, 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 the movie was just it was funny. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It was, I I'll have to check it out. I I think it just got like a lot of really mixed reviews, and then I didn't know anybody that had seen it, and so I was just like, all right, well, I'll just skip this one. But now that you say that. I will uh I will definitely check it out. Yeah, and when you can get it on demand for a cheap price or if you can find it on Netflix or something like that, yeah. uh, it's it's totally it. worth it. Yeah, I mean it, it, again, I I don't think I would have paid you know 10 bucks, 12 bucks or whatever uh to see it in 3D. Um it's <laughs> it's, it's just it's just not one of those kind of movies, no, but uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't do it for you, huh? No. No, but uh, otherwise <laughs> was, as far as comedies go so though, good. it was really funny. So. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ken was like, "Yeah, that movie. I saw that movie. And it had those people in it, and it was really funny. It you was guys, really great. You guys have to check you guys it should out. Check that movie out. <laughs> that it had those people in it, and it was about so that. Good. It was about that subject matter. Yeah, right. That theme. Yes, and it had that rating. <laughs> so descriptive. Worst movie review. Yeah, ever. for sure. Definitely by far. Uh, Tune into the Jack of All Nerds <laughs> for all of the worst movie reviews." Where you find out nothing about the film, including <laughs> the title, who was in it, what it was about, what it was rated. Oh, um, I know you don't want to talk about this, but I feel like I, we would be remiss in our nerd duties if we didn't at least address it for a second. Okay. Um, cause I know I, look, I'm not any more excited about it than you are. Like, I don't really give a shit, but, uh, I, I feel like just as, Nerd reporters, which is kind of what we are, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. we have to bring up the casting of Wonder Woman in the new Batman Superman movie. Okay. See, there you go. You brought it up. You son of a. Moving bitch. on. No, that's fine. Uh, fine, bring it up real quick. Look, uh, uh, let me know just... you. Don't, you have to engage me, Mike. I, I can't it. just have a conversation <laughs> with myself. That's not how microcasts work. 
Well, it depends on who's. Uh, I'm who... not Bill Burr. I'm not going <laughs> to talk to myself for an hour <laughs> and then have other people listen to it. Look, I I will say this, the and the reason that I am not excited about it, like I don't have an issue with who was cast. Like I think she would be a fine choice. Um, as would I think most attractive women that can wear that outfit and have any bit of acting mm. capability. But the reason I'm not excited about it is because of where this is taking place. It's, it's one of those, like, it's Superman 2, people. A movie that already should not have Batman in it. And I feel like putting my feelings about Ben Affleck aside mm-hmm. and my feelings about Man of Steel aside, okay? <laughs> It it feels like a super, super bad marketing ploy. Like, mm. it really does. It's just like, hey, Marvel's got all this great stuff going. Oh, hold on, guys. We've got Batman, and we're going to make him fight Superman. Uh, Come watch our movie, please. Uh, we're going to bring in Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it yeah. feels like. And, like, it, there's no – they did not establish enough about the Superman universe to merit bringing in Batman. Yeah. And they sure as fuck – didn't merit bringing in Batman to fight him and then also throwing in a little cameo from Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I just, I can't, I can't get behind it. I look, it's totally fine. I, that being said, I'm probably going to see it, but I, th- look, and there's no way around it. No, like, there's not. There's a, they, and, and I think Warner Brothers knows that. By, by probably, I mean, most definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, we'll see it, but I, I definitely feel like, like everybody at that studio was like they're gonna hate us, but they're all gonna give us their money. Yeah, because it's it's true. As much as I hate the idea of Ben Affleck, I much as I just hate Superman, I hate the universe, I hate everything that Zack Snyder did. I hated Man of Steel. I do not like the idea of putting Batman in there. I hate Ben Affleck. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman is my least favorite character of all time, even worse than Superman. <laughs> I don't even give a shit that she's hot. She's still just the female Superman. Like that's. That's what she is. Like even down to her color scheme. <laughs> yeah, right? Like that's all she is. Uh I I love what's her name? Um get it or something like that. Hey, I'm not even going to try to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. She's super hot and she was great in the Fast and the Furious franchise and mm-hmm. I I'm yeah, pant busting crush on her. <laughs> uh but given all of that, I'm I'm still going to shell out money to go see this fucking I don't, movie. I don't even hate the Wonder Woman character. Like, I like – like, if they did a Wonder Woman film and they did it, like, good, like um, – because, you know, I like period films and I like fantasy. I love Greek mythology. So right. if they did a Wonder Woman film and they kind of centered it in that mythology yeah. rather than doing it, like, modern day or, or doing a nice, like, combination of the two – I think it would be great. I think there's a lot of rich backstory there that they could tap into. Mm. But just throwing it in as a tag into this movie. Yeah. You know, and is it going to be like one of those where it's she's actually in the film or is it going to be like a Wayne uh, Enterprises satellite that gets smashed out of the <laughs> sky? <laughs> like, I have like, a feeling. Look, 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 real quick. That was her in the background. Oh, I think no. she was in her invisible jet. <laughs> like, I, I have a feeling just with who they cast, I think she's going to be a, at least a prominent supporting character. Because um, I don't think they would have gone through the trouble of just casting someone in the first place if it was just going to be a Wayne satellite. Of course, it is, a, it is a Zack Snyder film, so there may be some sort of weird dominatrix scene with the lasso of truth. I don't... I, which I'm so down for. If they, <laughs> if they just do that. If that's all she does. I'll sit through the two and a half hours of shit that comes after it. Whatever. 
Fuck it. You'll sit through penis space, uh, shaped spaceships. <laughs> Giant black dildo spaceships. <laughs> <Yes>. and... <laughs> Just to see her in a tight outfit <laughs> using that lasso. Use that lasso. Uh, what was the, in the honest trailers where they do the, uh, where he's like, and they attempt to make Krypton with the power of dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> That honest trailer is so good. It really was. That I, I think I, I laughed out loud. No, I definitely did. I watched it again. I don't, like, it was so good. Cause that was what was the, I loved the honest trailers, but most of it was stuff that we had already felt and said on yeah. our podcast review. The dubstep thing was new. And so it was like, <laughs> it was brilliant. It was so good. I was just so glad that somebody else was like, no, we get it. We hated this film as much as you did. <laughs> Uh well um I think uh, I think that'll do it for us. I, on I think this. that covers up uh, all the nerd news for a macrocast. At least for us, yes. Yeah. So um did you have obviously you know when this is going out, so do you have anything that you wish to promote? Um yeah, I will be at the Alano Club uh in Riverside on December Riverside, California on December fourteenth. Uh show is at nine. Uh super funny lineup, uh very funny people, so definitely come check that out. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and again, uh, check out our live show on Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, you don't want to miss that because one, we're very funny. Um, and we yes. have, we have a lot of great guests on and we, uh, we've gotten into giving away stuff on the air. Yeah. You know, live giveaways, live shit. giveaways. So you don't want to miss that at all. So check that out on uh, chaoticradio.com. There's also, if you go to our website, jackofallnerdspodcast.com, we have links to it. We have also a lot of other cool stuff, videos, comic strips, all of our previous podcasts are on there. So go check it out. Like us on Facebook, forward slash jackofallnerds. Follow us on Twitter, at jackofallnerds, and on Instagram, at jackofallnerds. And uh, this has been uh, the Jack of All Nerds signing off. Seacrest out. No. Uh... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so thank you all for listening, and we will talk at you later. <laughs>